Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Hello and welcome to episode 89 of the Films and Swear Movie Podcast. I am your host Stu. Joining me tonight is the no cairn, always swearing, Andy Walker. Yeah. Yes, we're on Skype. It's December. Hi, it's cold. It's so fucking cold. Oh, that's cold. Global warming and all that. Maybe you want to adjust your mic a little. I'm getting a lot of beard off you. Oh, that's because I've got a large beard now. But why have you grown a large beard? Eh? Why have you grown a large beard? Because they want to shave. Alright, is it? <laughs> because it's fucking cold. <laughs> I'm going to part time as Santa. <laughs> is that time of year where I get regular work? Yay. <laughs> as young Santa. As young Santa. Santa, year one. Right. Fucking Santa begins. Fuck Santa begins. It's just you fucking fighting in a Malaysian prison. Or before I become Santa. Aye. <laughs> I'm fighting away when Santa Claus attacks me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you fall in a well and you look up and all you just see is a fucking flock of reindeer fly oh, above right. you. And a jolly man just looks in the well and fucking walks away. Aye, with the accent of Michael Caine. No, Michael Caine's no fucking Santa. I know, but... For the sense of comparing as close to Batman, it has to. So, aye. So that's that's not happened, then. Yeah. Um, not Santa, man. Not Santa, man. That sounds like... A horrible, dirty Japanese film. <laughs> what does Santa translate to? Um, I, I don't know. Fucking merry, cheer, spreaded man. Oh no. <laughs> sack man. Who knows? Sack man. Yes, because he has a sack filled with joy that he wishes to Fuck share off. with everyone. Sack man. This is like Elf and Titus, boy. <laughs> so, each and every week we watch one film. We build up, we break it down, we look at the facts and look at the figures. Right. That is a summary of our show. Summary? Yes. Are you stopped writing that down now or getting I, memorised it now? I am reading from a Word document just to make sure I stay on track. Right. And then your beard throws me off. I can't, I'm not even moving. No more beard. I know, but like at the beginning of the show. Oh. So let's see. Let's get my big notepad out of notes because tonight we are talking about a nightmare on Elm Street from 1984. Uh-huh. Obviously directed by Wes Craven. This is why we're talking about it because this is our month of paying respects. Month like, of it, talking about dead cunts. Yes. Yeah. Not talking about The Walking Dead? No. No. Uh, just talking about the dead. The Sleeping Dead. The, the, 
great dead. The rotting dead. Aye, well, they all are now. Yes. This is like that five minute depressing clip at the Oscars. Where yeah. like, they'll play they a random or some shit. Yes. And then you realise like they've forgotten Bob Hoskins from the list. The what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure one year they did the list and they fucking forgot about Bob Hoskins. Oh. Like the man from who framed Roger Rabbit. Oh. I'm pretty sure like Britain wept. Oh. My mental riot in the streets. That is some cold shit. Okay. None of this has got anything to do with Nightmare on Elm Street. Nope. Uh, if you haven't seen a Nightmare on Elm Street, stop listening here. This is your spoiler warning. It's very subdued and quiet because we've probably got sleeping children in our houses. And if we wake them, then it's just, it's, it's no good. It's chaos. Aye. And do you want to hear another podcast of a crying child in the background? <laughs> <laughs> you're you're lucky it's Nightmare on Elm Street and not Lazarus Effect, let's say that. <laughs> okay, so, obviously, Nightmare on Elm Street is directed by Wes Craven, <laughs> who at the time was known for The Hills Have Eyes. Right. The movie stars John Saxon, uh, Ronnie Blakely, Heather Landingcamp, oh, wow. Amanda Wise, Sue Garcia, uh, Johnny Depp, that's not a hard name to say. Charles Flesh, there Fuck off. And Robert England. Alright. Andrew, tell me the plot of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, teenagers start having weird ass dreams that start coming to life. That's a nutshell for you. Nutshell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then they go, then one lassie becomes fucking mentally unstable decides to try and fight against them. Yeah. To save everyone. Kinda. How do you mean kinda? Exactly right. I I guess, like, did you go with the objective to save everyone or just save herself? Oh no, to kill the bastard. I think was her objective. Uh. I'll bring him back. Then kill him in Home Alone style. (laughs) Okay, Um. This is like, I, this film is later on than I imagine it to be. Oh. It is 19, was it 84 or 81? But this seems to be a late coming compared to the likes of Friday the 13th and Halloween. Oh, right. Like, when looking back to it, like, I always thought this was one of the really early staples of horror. Uh, right. And it is. It, it seems to have been the last one out of those three. Mm-hmm. Um. So it was, it was. I was just a wee bit surprised. I always thought that was like one of the, the big ones from the beginning yeah. that started it all. Um, but it, it's just the whole fucking eightiness, eightiesness of it all. Yeah. Like that fucking soundtrack. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got some fucking notes. It's like at times it's eerie as fuck, and next time and like. You've got eerie as fuck soundtrack. Mix that in with some fucking coarse uh, Pac-Man sound effects. Aye. Like, it must be the thing at the time just to make shit sound modern, but, like, it's a fucking horror film. It's got... (laughs) (laughs) But it's also in her mind. 
Could that be I'd something? Say, sure. I, I think this is what's playing in the mind of composer Charles Bernstein. Oh. I'm sure he, his mind is very scary. Um, let's see. In opening montage, we get to see he, he's making this love. That's right. Freddy Krueger, year one. Yeah. Sitting in his wee workshop. Like, look, it's got hinges on the fingers. Ah. <laughs> Scaring lassies with lambs. Lassies with lambs? Ah, he might run down an alley and there's just like a sheet going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah, bastard. <laughs> and then they're just like, a flock running past. It's like, does you have a fear of livestock or something? You must have. Um, let's see. Cut to, like, next day. And, like, we get our... This was obviously one of the four kids. Like, you've got your the two leading girls. Uh-huh. Like, this first one, the blonde lassie that was getting chased in the opening credits. You get her, you get Johnny Depp as, like, the little Justin Bieber boyfriend. Like, how, like, oh, apart from all that fucking hair, but... Ah, he was like the fucking, the the jock that wasn't a fucking asshole. Aye, like he was sensitive. Yeah. But, like, he he just wanted to get laid. Aye. The patience of this film, this is on for, like, not even like an hour and a half. Hmm. So like it starts right away. Like you got your opening credits of Lassie being chased. Next day they're all at school saying, "I we all kind of had a similar our dream." Said, "Right, let's all stay together. <laughs> Nothing will go wrong." And then it fucking starts breaking the law. Breaking the law. Aye, like having listening to a fucking obviously an eighteen-year-old man having sex with a fifteen-year-old girl. <laughs> you get to hear yeah, that shit it, happening. It it did sound like some fucking sexual assault in was going on. <laughs> it's like Freddy wake up in bed between us. <laughs> <laughs> and and like a wee bit earlier when they had like that fucking trick was it like back in the day where you had to lie to your mum on the phone about staying at your pal's house. Oh, you never brought a ghetto blaster with a soundtrack of a fucking airport <laughs> flash like Gang bang shooting. I know what the fuck was going on there. I know. It's like I would just imagine them being like the fucking kid for home alone with his little talk boy at an airport getting the fucking sounds he needed, then just witness a fucking drive by. <laughs> a Mexican cartel come and fucking chop some cuts in off. Oh, did you see the news that them fucking Mexican cartels gonna fucking fight ISIS? No. Apparently. Are they getting in line with the fucking internet hackers and Apparently. Uh, the rest of the world? Aye. They're saying, aye, my men will destroy ISIS. Fuck off. We'll see. This sounds like a sci-fi movie. <laughs> well, we're at the bit Johnny Depp fighting his fear of the dark. I'm going to punch out your ugly light. Like, this was when, like, Rod was hiding in the bushes before aye. Shag and Cyril. Aye. Where, like, he was outside doing the Freddy Krueger sounds on the fucking fence. Aye, somehow making exactly the same noise. Aye. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just the fucking awkwardness of, like, Johnny Depp, because obviously this famously is, like, his first film role. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm going to punch out your ugly lights. 
And then there's one me, but it's a cat. And goes, kitty, kitty, chow, chow. <laughs> and the fucking guy jumps in and just fucking scares the shit out of him. <laughs> Craven loves that piano ballad. It seems to be an F.E. scene. <laughs> that fucking brilliant effect shot with uh, Tina sleeping in the room by herself. It's like, it must be Kruger in the ceiling above her. And he's leaning forward, and it's basically uh, the wall stretching. Uh, the wall is like a rubber sheet or something. Exactly, like how for them to do that effect. Uh, but it was just like somebody just creeping over the bed, staring at her. Uh, like, okay, that's... Um, it was a brilliant effect. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, Rod's falling asleep. She starts hearing the scratching again. Mm-hmm. And... Like, aye, I'll just run out in the back garden when they choose his own. <laughs> You're in your garden. I said, no, I, I'll run out into the street now. Just wearing my man's shirt. And I was like, oh, come on now. Like, put some trousers on, Lassie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, Kruger eh, only wants a cuddle. Where he comes out with those fucking giant gawky arms. Oh, and then he runs like an absolute fucking paedophile. Aye. He runs after them, like, <laughs> Fucking freaking out, and... Eh, you get another great effect shot with like that face peel. Uh, like he is more or less like just this giant troll. Where it's like, fuck it, I'm just gonna be a total creep. Tear one like half naked lassies, wind their tickets by like cutting my man boobs open and showing <laughs> maggots and ripping my face off any chance I get. Yeah. That's how he uh, gets his kicks. Aye. But it, it's when, like, all the shit's obviously going on inside her dream. Yeah. Cut to the fucking... Uh, the real world. Aye, she's in the room. Uh, she starts screaming. Fucking Rod's like, what's going on? And she just fucking flies up. Like, that is easily one of the most brilliant effect shots. Yeah. Like, for a lassie in a state of undress, like, for... She, like, there must... Obviously, there's wires involved. But, like... Usually in films like they would be wearing these harnesses, you know the wires and this that. And the next thing, uh. she just looks like she just straight up just fucking jumped off the bed, <laughs> and she's fucking having a fit in midair. Like that is so like maybe filming in the dark lens to all that, but it was so fucking well done. Yeah, like it was just like holy shit. Like it's those like when you see those shots in like Paranormal Activity for the first time. When the woman gets fucking dragged out of a room yeah. and fucking doing the stairs or something like where it looks like there's no no computer wizardry done at all, mm-hmm. like it's those fucking shots are like terrifying. Uh, let's see. So that led to fucking Rod screaming in the corner and his tighty whities. Then the cops bust in, and I'm like, it's that confident of the dragon, <laughs> John Saxon. <laughs> Like, holy shit! Can we not just watch End of the Dragon instead? <laughs> I thought he was gonna fucking beat Freddy with a fucking spinning rope kick. Sure. Aye. <laughs> oh, just like get him, phone up the, the fucking other dude, like, was it Jim Kelly? Aye. Like, just, just have this martial arts angle to it. Like, <laughs> both legs decide to go to sleep and just fucking appear in the dream in their fucking End of the Dragon costumes. Aye. <laughs> like just looking around for fucking Kruger that jive turkey oh. <laughs> uh, let's see 
whiny, greeting teenager. How can you not take this seriously? Oh, because that's it. Like, fucking Tina got ripped to shreds and Rod fucked off. And, like, when they're trying to explain, I think it's this creepy homeless man in my dreams. <laughs> Why are you not taking me seriously? He's like, you're a fucking <laughs> mouthy teenager. You're a loon. Who was, uh, who was having a fucking sex party at your pal's house. <laughs> you were supposed to be at the airport. <laughs> you were supposed to be involved in the drive-by. Exactly. <laughs> you should be at the hospital. <laughs> or at least give a police statement. And, like, the whole thing, like, Rod goes on the run. Uh, like, he's all avoiding the law. The the fucking police force have a nationwide search. <laughs> he's in the bushes at the end of the street. <laughs> he's hiding in the fucking bushes I know. at the end of the street. He doesn't even have any clothes. I know. <laughs> he's, like, with, a, like, jeans and a leather jacket. Aye. Because the fucking them. girl died in his shirt. Aye. But the fact is that, right, let's say we look to the end of the road first <laughs> before like, putting out that nationwide search. Fuck's sake. <laughs> but it's just like, she walks to school, he fucking grabs her, pulls her in the bushes, and says, I didn't kill her! Don't look like me, like I'm some fucking fruitcake! <laughs> That's how you're in the bushes, <laughs> mate. I know, <laughs> John Saxon jumps in. There's a freeze and the girl's like you use me as bait like you were walking to school <laughs> <laughs> like stop being so over dramatic or oh, he asleep oh <laughs> fuck you dad <laughs> you're quite obviously part mexican looking and i'm no what's going on there you've obviously clearly came back from an island that had a tournament <laughs> <laughs> Did you fought the chinese didn't you <laughs> If you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. And that's the thing. Is it right? Okay. We we die in our dreams. Yes. Let's let's not fall asleep. Okay, I'll go to school. What's the topic for today? Hamlet. Oh fuck. <laughs> I'm sleeping. Hi. Um, and we get all these amazing like gruesome fucking shots of, like, Tina in a body bag. Yeah. Like, just that, the fucking shot of her in this clear body bag, but it's still fucking cake it in blood. Aye, and it's like, lying, she goes out and it's just lying down and the legs just lift up and it starts dragging away. Fucking unnerving. Aye. It's just, ah. And it is just all these amazing effect shots and I feel like 90% of this film is in a fucking dream. Aye. It's like, Jesus, this fucking corridor is filled with leaves. You need to get that Johnny tail. Aye. Like, that lassie with a hall pass, she looks a wee bit fucking suspicious. Aye, she's like got she... a green and red striped jumper on. Aye. Scratched her fists and all. <laughs> <laughs> um, aye, because that was it. She was like, no running in the hallway. And he's like, how are you going to fall with your gloves? <laughs> Um, let's see, I Pus-filled maggot pecs. Kruger's a dirty bastard. Right. <laughs> school teacher. Right, the school teacher. Is that the fucking old lady from the Insidious films? It is. It fucking is, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Like, she's just one of these actresses that has that distinct look. Like, does like, she, she, you see her. Does she know basically, like, knowing anything else between the films? Possibly, like, I neglected to look it up, but... 
It's like as soon as you saw her, it's like, wait a second, that fucking face. That bitch. I remember Patrick Wilson choking her to death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Insidious One spoilers, sorry. <laughs> Don't worry, she's in all the sequels. <laughs> wait, unbelievably. <laughs> Cut to, like, obviously one of the most famous shots of the film. Like, the, the sleeping in the bathtub. Aye. Uh. Fucking Kruger's are creeping out from between her legs. <laughs> um, and that's it. This is always like one of the most famous shots of the film. I'm pretty sure there's all these still shots of just either side of the picture. It's her legs fucking wide open and then the glove with the fucking scissor hands. Well, not scissor hands, knife. that's the other film. Knife, knife hands. Aye. Like, maybe Johnny Depp was watching it as a. I think I could make a PG version of this film in the future. <laughs> it'd be all cold and romancy. Yeah. I'm going to send a letter to my pal Tim. Oh. Because we're not at the time where we could text each other. <laughs> send him a telegram. Tim, Tim, stop writing poetry. Stop writing depressive poetry. <laughs> I thought of a film. <laughs> I'll get SMM gear and a bunch of scissors. Yes. And I'll cut ladies' hairs. Ladies' hairs. Yes. Not just the all hair. The hair. Aye, just no, the, all, all the hair. Aye, like their thighs and all. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> Aye, trim it into the shape of a pelican. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what he like the hedge animals he made in that fucking film. I think I've not seen it. Exactly. It's it's not the film we need to talk about. No. Um. This, again, like, this film is, like, we never said it at the start because, like, we're just doing it on Skype an hour before the show should go online. Yeah. We're doing it all backwards. But if you're listening, good on you. <laughs> Sticking with it this far. But I didn't even ask you, like, do you like this film, Andrew? Yes. For me, Thanks. I'd prefer it more than Halloween and uh, Friday the 13th. Right. Now, are you comparing that in the sense of first installments or complete franchises? Um, just the first films, anything. Aye. Because that's like, I think I've only watched all of the Halloween films. And you can never have no. There was like just one week where I basically chapped on Mike's door, got every film in the series. Uh-huh. Like basically, like he is blockbusters. Right, basically. Right, chapped in the door, ten seven films, and watched through them all. I've never managed it with uh, Friday the Thirteenth or like the rest of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Like I've I've seen this first one maybe two or three times because, like, depending on the time of year, it's always on fucking television. I think I've maybe seen the remake of this. We have, we, and I'm, I'm saying that as we because we went together. Did we? Yes, uh, that was one of those occasions where we did go to the local cinema, uh-huh. and it was like a late night showing of the remake. Yeah. Uh, that was the one where they had like the one of the actors from uh, the Watchmen as the as Freddy Krueger, and uh-huh. this kind of famous more of the backstory where he was either this either child snatcher killer pedophile who's chased by the parents and burnt alive. Yeah. So, like, that was always, like, the fable that's told in this film. Yeah. But, but show you the that. remake went to the effort to show you that. Yeah. And, like, that's the only part of the film I could actually remember. 
Yeah, I don't like. I've only saw that once. Oh, me and too. And the the thing I remember with that most was the fact that the the fucking tracking was wrong on like the projector. So every ten minutes, when the film would change reel, it would the picture would jump out of frame. Uh-huh. And you see like some guy running from the fucking hall back upstairs to fucking adjust the fucking frame. Uh-huh. All the days. <laughs> Aye, so back to that fucking bathroom scene, like, I do love the genius shots of where she is, she's sleeping in the bath, she's nodding off, then it cuts to her being dragged underwater. Uh, like, the way the camera's set up, we're just looking at, like, your fucking normal bath, the bath everyone has. Uh, but just to see her sitting there and suddenly to sink, like, the bottom of that bath is gone. The water remains there, but she just disappears. I know, it's like it turns and into it, a fucking lagoon. Or some shit. And you get those brilliant underwater shots. Like, they went to the fucking effort of doing that, like, filming underwater, and it's just like her, and it's just a small ray of light of where she'd fallen through, and she's trying to get back out. And it cuts the shots of her, like, clinging to the side of the bath, like she's trying to climb out a fucking swimming pool. And it's still just this fucking tiny tub, and she keeps getting pulled under. Yeah, it was awesome. I just would have fucking blown my mind if I was, like, in the fucking cinema back in the day, seeing that. Mm-hmm. Like, just the fucking, like, holy shit, like, this is still fucking boggling my mind today. <laughs> but, like, back in the day, seeing that for the first time, like, that would just scare the fucking shit out of me. Uh. Um, so, let's see. And the thing that fucking just twisted my melon the most, like... I just wanted to slap all the teenagers in this film. Why? Like, all this shit's going on. She's screaming for her fucking mum. They managed to get the door open. And the mum's like, what's wrong? Nothing, mum. Leave me alone. Like, I've made you warm milk. Like, eh, gross. <laughs> like, go tell your mum that this is happening. I know. Like, you just nearly fucking died in this bath. Like, go and tell her what's happening. Like, oh, this fucking creepy homeless man is, like, in my dreams, and I felt like I was drowning in the bathtub. Like, no, mum, I'm going to give you a reason to drink. I'm going <laughs> to shut you out. <laughs> Let's hope you've got a fucking bottle of vodka hidden amongst the towels. Yeah. You fucking old bitch. <laughs> like, that was, just, that was the fucking pointlessness of, like, hating towards, like, her mum. You think like, that's what fucking Wes Craven's fucking... Um, the way he acts towards his parents as a teenager. Or that he has stereotypical thought of... Of American teenagers. Yeah. Aye, the self-entitled, I'll handle my own problem. You fuck off and he'll be swiggling like a bottle, Mum. Aye. Aye. Why don't you talk to Dad? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of letting him go to fucking random tournaments in Hong Kong. They're not together you know, anymore. You know he's hanging around with a black guy. And a Chinese <laughs> man. Boards don't hit back, mom. Boards <laughs> don't hit back. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is the mashup that never happened. <laughs> um, let's see. So cut to like Johnny Depp, the dream guard, where she was like, "You better keep an eye on me whilst I sleep, and if I'm in trouble, wake me up." Oh. <laughs> Cuts to her in a dream, and she's like, Glenn, are you still there? And he pops out from fucking behind the bushes in her dream. <laughs> like, yeah, so what? 
It's like you, Josie Vassar, you fell asleep. <laughs> I know. You're in the dream too. How the fuck did they get in the same dream? Like, it, it leads to these great shots, uh, realising that Rod is next on the fucking list for Freddy. Uh, like, with him sleeping in his cell. And we get all these fucking shots. I, like, like we, it starts out that, right, Rod's next. And she freaks out. Uh, we get shots of fucking Tina uh, failing a Bush Tucker trial. <laughs> like, she's sitting, spewing up fucking insects just for, like, just because it's a horror film. Right. Here's a little gross effect. Like, this is before we've de- developed the jump scare. Oh. Let's just, like, gross you out. And the one effect of fucking Nancy running back home that always fucking stuck with me was her running up the fucking stairs and sinking through uh, the carpet. That just... Like, if you're watching it nowadays in high definition, you can see these clear circles cut in each step of the stairs. Yeah. But seeing her run into the stairs and just sink. Oh, no. Like, as a fucking... Like, I must have watched this when I was younger. Oh, yeah, it's that one of your dream fears. It's just one of these things of, like, I'm running up the stairs and it's just this... This fucking 5% of my brain of, like... Or if you just fall right up to your knee in the fucking steps. Oh. Like, this the thought of falling through the stairs. Right. Like, it's just, like, that fear. I think if that had anything to do with my fear of heights. Which isn't really an issue, but it's the thought when you're going through stairs and you could see through the steps. It's like, oh. Uh. <laughs> I think I've, I've left my spine at home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel quite light. <laughs> I need a seat. A paper bag, right. um, but like everything, everything, like these dreams are getting more intense for fucking Nancy. Like she's coming down, she goes in her room, looking in the mirror, and it's like it's just a dream. He's not real, and he fucking gores her through the window. <laughs> like he smashes through the fucking mirror and just fucking knocks her down. Right. Fucking kills one of her pillows. Oh. Then like the alarm clock goes off and everything's fine. Nothing. And we get like. That just brilliant shot of her trying to calm down. The mum comes in wanting to help. Was like, nope, fuck off, mum. <laughs> mum's outside greeting into a bottle. <laughs> and she's just, she's just sitting in her bed, and you just see that fucking single feather going at the the window. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, this film is brilliant. Just the, the fucking genius behind it. Fucking, she could bring stuff out of the dream with her. Yeah. Cut back to like Rod in prison. And it's like these ghost sheets just want to cuddle. <laughs> like it turns into like this big snake and it goes around them. Because it each cuddle is neck. Does that no fucking destroy the film in a way? Where it's like. He's supposed to be getting killed in his dreams. Yeah. But in real world, it's happening. Kinda, but like. It would have to be in the sense that, right, he's getting hung in his dream. He can't just be levitating in midair, in real life. Like, it should have had a shot in the dream of seeing Freddy doing all the fucking grafting of, like, getting a bed sheet around his neck, uh. making sure the knot's right, doing a wee double knot, just to be sure, <laughs> then flinging, like, the rest of the over the bars, and then having to do it again, because he couldn't quite get it the first time. Uh. <laughs> Staying that a couple of times, and then just doing the wee counterweight to pull him up. And then just cut to reality, and it's just the sheep just doing this wee snake effect, like the fucking jungle book. Yeah. 
So it's like we should have had maybe a second shot just to see what what the dream was of fucking Freddy doing his work. But that bit kind of made me think philosophically that the whole film was a dream. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think I'm ready to handle that. I don't think I can process that at the time of night. Like, just the way the film ended, didn't it? Aye, definitely. The fucking, like, the parents' answers to, like, oh my god, everyone's fucking dying in their dreams. Let's take the doctor, doctor to the fucking doctors. Yeah. And, like, to the dream people. And, like, they ask the doctor, like, what's dreams? He's like, well, it's incredible uh, fucking body hocus pocus. Yeah. Like, Wait a second, you're a doctor. I would expect a more professional answer than incredible body hocus pocus. You're a fucking nut job. <laughs> like, do you also sell weed? Like, you don't sound like a credible doctor. I know. Like, who uses hocus pocus? That means it's magic, not science. <laughs> magic is just <laughs> science that we haven't understand yet. So we get that dream where he manages to grab his hat. Uh, and it blows everyone's fucking mind. Like, where did you get that from? Aye. You must have smuggled it, anyway. There's no way that you could have had a dream and... Oh, no. That just made me think of something else I read. <laughs> oh. A woman tried to smuggle um, Komodo dragon eggs in the country. <laughs> right. And one of the Komodo dragon eggs hatched inside her funny. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, <laughs> oh well. <laughs> well, where is your source of news? Where do the like? This is not on Sky News. No, it was on um, Facebook. I I not know what one it is, but I just look at all the articles. that look funny. I was gonna say, is this clickbait? <laughs> was this like click here for pictures, and then all of a sudden you've signed up to some fucking stupid subscription? No, I think it was on the mirror or something like that. Right. The Daily Mirror. Something like that, aye. <laughs> Mom is a secret boozer. Right, I pretend that. You call this feeling better. Scalp. Nancy's going grey. Yeah, aye, I think it does aye. get a wee bit of the fucking Frankenstein bride. It starts getting those grey streaks at the sides. Mm. Um, let's see. Security? Security for what? Calm down, you raj cunt. <laughs> Man, I think the teenagers piss me off. Um, aye, this is the thing. Like, she comes home and they've put bars on the windows. Uh, well, your parents are going to a level to protect you. Uh, you're Can saying a homeless man's attacking you. What the fuck? Exactly. He's like, but no, we need bars inside my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dad's like, right, uh, dream bars. Looking at the fucking yellow pages. Because <laughs> like, there ain't no internet. Aye. <laughs> like, this is the 80s. They should have just been able to murder the daughter and get rid of her without people really Kim, being bothered. Uh, oh, we just sent her to boarding school. Ah, she went to, like, that, that camp. Camp Crystal <laughs> Exactly, that one. Aye, aye, it's Friday they go. Aye, aye. Well, that's I'm technically sure. true, because they're both in the same universe. But <laughs> <laughs> they had a fight with each other. Exactly. Aye, wasn't the fucking Johnny Depp or Glenn and his half-cut tea? Oh, that was disgusting. Like, ro- like, what? What's he gonna do? Is he going to fucking jogging with Rocky and Apollo Creed in the morning? <laughs> is he going to the beach with his pals? 
Like, oh. Good for a game in volleyball. Oh. To the beach. <laughs> playing, playing with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just thinking, like, nowadays, like, if you're wanting to sit in your room, watch telly and listen to some music, you're sitting with an iPad. This boy is sitting with a fucking television monitor on his lap. Yeah. And a fucking vi- like a record player in the background with big fucking <laughs> earphones. Uh, like, geez, oh, like, fucking nowadays. Like, kids have got easy. You had to sacrifice half your room if you wanted music. I know. Nancy popping the stay awake pills and swigging coffee. Right. Like, the whole fact that she had a fucking coffee secretly brewing in her room. <laughs> Oh yeah, I had coffee maker. Oh, that's a giant fire hazard. Where the fuck did she get it? How does that bum know kid that a fucking coffee maker's missing? Because it's been replaced by a bottle of vodka. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Mum just goes, puts her hand, picks up the vodka bottle, doesn't really notice the difference. <laughs> Pours that into her coffee mug as a wee swig. <laughs> oh. That bitch. Dad, dad's at work all the time. Right. Um, he's not at work, he's at he's, he's a fighting cunts in alleyways. Exactly. Uh, Getting fucking back massages from hostesses. Yes, his favourite. Um, let's see, Glenn falling asleep before Miss Nude America <laughs> being cheeky with his mum. Okay, that was some attitude he- to him more. I know, look at how healthy their relationship is. She's not in the ball. No. He's been quite open, saying, "Hi, mum. I'm staying up late so I could tug it to the telly." Yes. And she's like, "Oh, you scamp! <laughs> well, I'm going downstairs to tug your dad. Night, son. He's got the bed. Ah, he's not got in a while. Aye. <laughs> Stay up here. They come to the stair. Keep, keep your earphones on. It might be loud. <laughs> like, All right, mum. <laughs> fucking like, tell the old bastard. Nobody's hitting the bottle and going to fucking foreign tournaments in this. Family. I suppose, but her, his mum didn't kill Freddy Krueger. Still. <laughs> I mean, come on. And steal his fucking murder fucking weapon and hide it in her house. See, you think maybe, like, maybe she's asking for it. <laughs> Don't keep mementos. No. Not all fucking child snatchers. Like, in case you need to warn your daughter in the future, in case she's getting fucking... Stopped in her dreams. Yeah. I think I might need to keep hold of this. Even though your husband is a police officer, and that's probably evidence. That's the thing, though. If she killed Freddy Krueger, right? Yes. Why does a lassie know Ken. Why is a lassie know heard about Freddy Krueger at all? I think it's just the fact that they're just teenagers and they're in their own world. I but it would have happened. Would have had to have happened when the Bairns were younger. Aye, I'd imagine if it was like in a maybe they're like under five, to the point where they, they don't quite remember. Like they remember a fucking black and red striped jumper for some reason, but that's it. It was green and red. Was it? Aye. Oh, aye, it was Dennis the Menace. I'm thinking of. Him <laughs> <laughs> and his fucking dog. Doug Shining. Show a big bastard and rob it. Killed him too. Look, we've got his jumper ah. and the gun fucking collar. <laughs> his two front teeth. Aye, why has the mum got all these fucking trophies from her kills? 
Because she's a, she's a fucking a serial killer killer. Uh, and the dad doesn't know. <laughs> Is that a bad she's thing? A fucking, Being a like, serial killer killer? Well... Only killing people that have killed. It didn't work out well for Dexter. Uh, Not in that last season. Oh, I've not seen that sort of fuck. Just don't watch the last season and it'll be a great show. Uh, yeah. I'll rock you like a hurricane. No! <laughs> uh, let's see. Glenn's dad reminds me of Dan Aykroyd. Like, obviously before he was getting the weed tug for the missus at the end of the night. Like, Nancy sitting phone in the house like, don't fall asleep! Uh, and he's like, you just gotta be firm with these kids. And it's like, fucking and he's fucking sleeping, like, bitch. Get the fuck out. Aye, fuck off, crazy. <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> and there's a right now. Let, let's talk about this handy. Uh, like, I think in why, but just the way he was talking, he had the fucking Dan Aykroyd miss about. I think it was maybe like the accent. Uh, if you have similar accent. Freddy Fool, eh, wants a wee lick. I'm your boyfriend a now. Aye. A great slash fucking ugh effect. <laughs> like, that, that is. They're thinking so much in the fucking box. Oh. Like, it's fucking cool. Um, Glenn getting sucked into the bed. All, and this is on par with, like, the fucking bathtub scene. It's probably the most famous scene in the film. Oh, I think that's the most famous for me. Aye. Like, it's just that shot of, like, he is sitting on his mattress, nodding off, listening to his music, and then he's just fucking sucked into the mattress. Like, sucked right into the bed. Yeah. Fucking sinkhole opens up and swallows him. Yeah. Then he is spewed back into the room in this most amazing and mind-boggling effect. Like, how the fuck? Ah, oh, oh, I want to see the making of. I want to see how that was done. Like, I think it's something there where you kind of, you got the... Well, you go into a room, oh, well, I went to uh, uh, the Pleasure Beach. It's like you right? sit down on a swing. And that was questionable. Fuck off. Then on, on a swing at the pleasure beat. <laughs> Fuck off. And you got sucked into a sinkhole. <laughs> no. By a child killer. The fucking rooms, you feel like you're doing fucking flips because the room's right. actually fucking moving and the seat isn't it? Aye. I think that's the kind of effect they used on the film. Right, because that's... Like, I was trying to figure it out in the sense, like, because it's like it projectile vomits towards the ceiling. Yeah. And I thought, well, is this one of these effects where the room's absolutely all upside down? Uh, and it's just, there's a fucking sludge just being poured onto the floor. I think so. Which is the ceiling. But, like, the way it's just done, like, this had to have terrified people back in the day. Like, just the fucking effect, like, it, I feel it's tinted to the next level. Uh, like, hi, I think we did have all these big staples before then with, like, Evil Dead and things like... Directors with low budgets being resourceful as fuck, mm-hmm. is basically what I'm saying here. Like, the, the, what they got away with, with what they had to work with, is amazing. Aye. Um, and it's just all the, all the fucking reactions, like... The fucking cops talking to each other, like, you don't need a stretcher, you need a mop. Aye. <laughs> and he's like, and a fucking bucket, look, Glenn's leaking into the living room, boat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so like, like when Nancy finds out about all this, like obviously she gets all home alone, uh-huh. and to the point where she's a fucking little psychopath. She's found the perfect use of this sledgehammer. Uh-huh. <laughs> she, she obviously like was in fucking uh, tech, like doing workshop enough to fucking like make wee hinges and build up this fucking bracket for a sledgehammer. Uh-huh. And, Fucking drilling into light bulbs. <laughs> like, taking out all her dad's shotgun shells. Oh, it's like, make... where the fuck did she get the info? Aye. Dad's obviously been doing something in his spare time other than going to fucking Mystery Island. He doesn't live there, though. I know. What's Maybe, like, it? it's the mum's serial killer killer uh-huh. collection. <laughs> it, it, it's the vodka. Fucking hard military weapons. <laughs> Like, she might kind of go around with a shotgun. Like, was Freddy burned or was he shot in the face? <laughs> Dead burned. Aye, <laughs> because that, like, aye, that, that does look like a face that's just a big old scab. Aye. It does look like it had its face ripped off. Like, either fire or a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> or a fucking shotgun blast. Um, and so, like, she gets ready and it's like the moment where she's going to go to sleep. She's told her dad, like, you better kick this door down in, like, ten minutes' time. And it, aye, uh, Mitch, you just go and look at the door and tell me if anything goes wrong. Uh, like, completely disregards his door. I'm gonna go in here, look at this fucking, fucking cut up the stairs. Aye, uh, what's left of uh, him. It's just how fucking cutting edge was her, like, setting an alarm on her fucking digital watch. I know. Fuck me. Like, oh, in the fucking 80s, like... That was that was a, uh, probably an expensive Christmas present right there. No, she stole uh, it for one of her, her mum stole it for a victim. <laughs> Had Dennis written on top of it. <laughs> uh, she's got balls. Uh, female <laughs> horror. <laughs> uh, the fact that she's going out her way to tackle this prick mm. in uh, like try and drag him into the real world. Where is it? Like, in reality, he is just a vulnerable Burns victim. Yeah. Like, okay, he's got a shady past, he's done things that he shouldn't do, but the new, in actuality, like, a Burns victim. Yeah. Who's just been, like, like that fucking shot of him getting the sledgehammer to the gut <laughs> is the best reaction to that. He's just like, oh! <laughs> Like, okay, he's in the real world now, now he's vulnerable. Right. Opens the door and gets fucking smacked in the gut. <laughs> if, if that was me, my fight would be over right there. I'd be just lying on the floor going, oh yeah. <laughs> Why? You would be in the fucking stomach, Lou. <laughs> I got shot myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's sitting pinching himself like, it's not a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally cutting himself because he can't even pinch, he can only <laughs> fucking He's <laughs> cutting off his jumper and going, oh no. <laughs> I'm in the real world. Maybe I'll go downstairs and turn on a lamp and it'll be alright. <laughs> no. A fucking vertical shotgun blast <laughs> just to scare the shit out of you. She's smashing the fucking windies, screaming, mm. and the cop across the road's like, uh, I, I better tell the lieutenant. Mm. <laughs> I ain't going on with his door. <laughs> you think? He's like, come on, Cliff Cleveland, hurry up. <laughs> Cliff Cleveland? 
Oh, I'm sorry, that was a cheers joke. Oh, dear God. Uh, uh, scorch that bitch. Burning footsteps. Oh. Ah, this is when it does start getting some fucking weird... Uh, Indian, Indian burial ground shit. Oh, no way. Like, where they've got to the room. Freddy's jumped on top of the fucking mum. Like, all the shit's on fire. Dad throws like a bedsheet over, puts it in the fire, pulls it away, and it's just the mum, who's now like this dried out corpse. Yeah. And fucking bed lights up, and she just gets lowered in. It's, it's like almost a, a burial, and these fucking freaky lights. Mm. It's like, what is going on? It, it does, I, I thought, is this the chain of events being broken? Was the mum the key? Was Freddy, like, caught in limbo? He just had to kill that bitch to make it even. Uh-huh. And, but no. No, obviously not. But dad didn't seem bothered. No. He was like, well, fuck. We're <laughs> <laughs> back on the island again. Let's That's see. what happened to Bruce Lee. That's why he's no bothered about it. He's seen it before. Aye. It's happened again. Right. Uh, let's see, coming out of the sheet, that shot was like, ah, oh, we're all safe. And it's just fucking Freddy coming up out of the bed, and his, he's obviously had his face freshly ripped off because the blood's staying in the sheet. Uh. And the whole fact that he's running to get them, and he fucking evaporates grabbing a doorknob. <laughs> his only weakness. <laughs> They would be home alone there and it was fucking electrified or something. Again, he's got a fucking M burnt on his palm. <laughs> no, my gloves. <laughs> and, like, the fucking next morning, like, she wakes up and, like, hey, my mum's alive. And she looks sober. <laughs> and the mum's like, oh, it looks like you've slept heavy. Mm. And he's like, aye, but they're all fucked. Like, this is <laughs> what's going on. And then the fucking Freddy Krueger, like, oh, uh, Cadillac. He's like, okay, that's like, hmm, maybe, did he bother getting so Like, remember, all your pals died. Right. This is, you've, you've not been dreaming for a fortnight. Like, had a horrible fucking dream. Actually, this might have been, in time scale, this movie might just be like 48 hours. Like, oh. how long was this? This is like a long weekend. Someone and all this shit's went but then, like, that fucking last shot of the film, where the mum's just waving, Aye. and it's like a fucking blow-up doll's pulled through the, a fucking <laughs> But does that mean that that's the mum's dream? Maybe. Because that, that you could believe, it's alright, everyone's alive then. Like, all our kids and our pals, but it's her that's the fucking dead one at that point. Aye. And, well, like, it finishes there. Yeah. Like, I do love how these kind of horror films never give you the fucking safe ending. Uh, the Friday's got to be... Friday's the fucking 13th, where they're on the fucking bowl, everything's fine, then fucking mutant child jumps at the water. <laughs> He's real! <laughs> but, fuck that. Well, that is it. We've, we've talked at length. Yeah. And, like... To be honest, we could probably talk more if we could remember more. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I do have some trivia. See. Uh, Wes Craven first came up with the basic idea of this movie 
uh, from reading several newspaper articles printed in the LA Times over a three-year period about a group of Southeast Asian refugees whom died in the throes of horrific nightmares. The group had come to America to escape the reign of Paul Potts. Not the guy that won, but it's got talent. Within a year of arriving, three men had died. With the situation each of the same case, they were young, healthy men, but the men would have nightmares to the point where they would refuse to sleep as long as possible. And upon finally falling asleep from exhaustion, the men woke up screaming and then died. Oh, wow. Autopsies uh, results revealed that they had not died because of heart attack or heart failure. They had just simply died. Uh, it was this lack of cause which intrigued uh, Craven so much. Medical authorities have since called the phenomenon Asian Death Syndrome. Oh, which I'm pretty sure is another name for Enter the Dragon. Um, <laughs> and they point out that this is a variant of Sudden Unexpected Death Syndrome, a.k.a. SUDS. SUDS. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did it. That boy got the SUDS. Right. Uh, according to Robert Ungland, uh, he based the physicality of Freddy on Klaus Kaczynski's performance in Wiener Herzog's Nosferatu the Vampire from 1979. England said on the DVD commentary that in his mind the backstory for Freddy was based on something from his own childhood. On Valentine's Day, (laughs) on Valentine's Day when England was in school, everyone in the class made Valentine's card for one another, but there was one boy who received no card from anyone. England went on to theorise that this boy went on to become Freddy. Oh well. So just wanted to be loved. <laughs> and also, like, when when they tell the story, it says, and there was one boy that received no cards. Like, Me. was that you, Robert? <laughs> Robert, Ella. No, no, I, I, was, I was soaked in piercing. No, I was getting all the cards. <laughs> I told him I was going to be all Hollywood. Right. So, but uh, that sounds like he's like, he would just wish they loved enough. So he kidnapped their children and yeah, raped, they, they raped and murdered beings. His plan backfired. Pun on fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, inspiration for the character of Freddy came from several sources in Wes Craven's childhood. Fred Krueger was a schoolmate of Craven to whom he had shared a newspaper route. Uh, Freddy's appearance, uh, especially the dirty clothes and hat, was inspired by a hobo. <laughs> who Craven saw staring at him through a window one day when he was ten. <laughs> so he looked at the window, saw a homeless man, uh, and that stuck with him. Like, that, just that shot playing in my mind of a ten-year-old Wes Craven looking at his window just made me think of, like, Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. <laughs> like, the window when he just sees the old man salt in the path. Uh, He's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Red him fucking funny coloured jumper. I'll remember you and I'll make millions. Speaking of money, how much money do you think it took to make a film like A Nightmare on Elm Street? I fucking hate this. I'm going to say straight in it now. Um, 20. Divide that by 10. Two. <laughs> 1.8 million. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, how much do you think it pulled in the domestic box office? This was all the results that they had. They didn't have worldwide figures. They just had domestically. Yeah. What pulled in? 
200. Damn it, Andre. What? We need to stop asking you these questions. He just pulled in 25.5 million. <laughs> I'm up, like, I'm no fucking guess in the game. I'm going to start doing that again. You have to fucking guess. <laughs> I'll read the results. It's fine. <laughs> I'll always just be a 1 million off. Uh, let's see. For awards, uh, it was nominated for a Saturn Award for Best Horror. Mm-hmm. It lost out to Gremlins. What? Rod also received a nomination for Best Performance by a Young Actor. Mm-hmm. Like, for that 10 minutes that he was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he lost out to fucking Atreyu from Never Ended Story. Oh. At the Avarosia Fantastic Film Festival, mm-hmm. Wes Craven won a, the Critics Award. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nancy won... A special mention for acting, which is very a lukewarm. <laughs> Did she get like a certificate printed or something? Basically. Uh, let's see. Internet's reaction. IMDb rated it 7.5 out of 10 based on 138,000 votes. Rotten Tomatoes, Andrew. What did the critics think of A Nightmare on Elm Street? 73. 94. Ah. They fucking loved it. Fucking uh, that's based on 44 positive to 3 negative. Oh, well. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, the public vote. Uh, go go 90. 83. Fucking hell. <laughs> Don't worry, Andrew. It's alright. Now, for the... Aww. <laughs> Shut up, pal. <laughs> Now, for the rotten quotes, that it's fucking lukewarm shit here. The fact that out of the three rotten votes, only one of them has a quote. Yeah. The other two are just blank. It just has gore. Uh-huh. Like, Fantastica Daily and Arkansas uh, Democrat Gazette just wrote, like, one out of five. Makes no sense. Like, sorry, Phil Martin, this wasn't your cup of tea. Uh, but Ralph Novak at People Magazine wrote, In this kind of movie, it's not the actor's sweat and tears the audience cares about, it's only the blood. Like, yeah, aye. Alright, what's wrong with that? Exactly. But that was negative to him. Oh, yeah. Uh, this was reviewed back in October 2002, so maybe he was like, expecting a little bit more for Johnny Depp. <laughs> A little bit more than Kitty Chow Chow. <laughs> but Andrew, now it is now time for us to decide uh, how this film should be rated. Fuck the internet. It is time for our five finger film punch. Mm-hmm. How much fingers do you give to fucking Nightmare on Elm Street? I'd get a four. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll match that. They fucking just keep copying me. I know, it's like, is it a five? Like, it's, I'll, 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 okay, I'll, I'll one up you. I'll go 4.5. Four and a half. Yeah. You'd pre order the steelbook, but just not fully through with the purchase. I cancelled it at the end, yeah. I. Like, <laughs> now, I've only watched one of these. <laughs> the rest might be, like, Craven only seems to have directed the first one. Uh, I might just cancel this order. <laughs> oh, there's no parts yet. It's fine. Cancel. So, aye. Like, it is a fucking superb film, and but it's like, 
everyone knows that. <laughs> I don't think I know a person that doesn't like a Nightmare on Elm Street. That doesn't like the genre of horror anyway. Yeah. Like this is always like a classic in most folks' collections. Do you actually have any significant memories of when you saw it for the first time? No, I didn't. I'd even kind of it was the first one I saw first. That's, I don't think I've seen any of the others. I could just remember um Freddy stole this woman's bairn. Right. Turn him to the dream world and her mum sitting putting sleeping pills and then she crawls under the covers and she keeps on crawling and she crawls through a hole into the dream world to go right. and try and get her bairn back. Oh well, well one of the films is titled Dream Child. So <laughs> well <laughs> So that is a good chance it could be that one yeah. you've watched. Well, now let's have a look at the notes and round up the show. Alright, we're finished. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next time on Films of Swear Movie Podcast. What are we doing? Um, and again, what are you winding? Who's, who's dead? Well, we did lose Christopher Lee, uh, Leonard Nebo, uh, Roddy Piper. Uh, can Roddy Piper Probably be more. classed as an actor? He has starred in films. More than one? Two? For seven, right? Uh, I, I think it's cried Welcome to Frogtown. <laughs> like, it's a cult classic as well. Uh-huh. So the fact that he was the star of that is probably enough to decide that that should probably be our next film. You down with that? Yeah, sure. That's fine. Uh, reviews. I, I finally published a review of Charlie Chaplin's The Circus Yay. from 1928. That'll be, an avid, that'll be an avid read. It's just more of me gushing. It's like, I thought I'd seen all the good ones and then it turns out this is really good as well. Fuck off. Fucking so, silent film. It's so good. No. There's that. Like, the reason why I wrote this review in August and never published it is like, right, I've seen the film. I've written about it. Now, I just need to write about the special features, and I watched every special feature on the disc mm-hmm. on two separate occasions, and, like, after watching it for the first time, like, a month happens before I, like, for some reason, that I can't fucking put my hands to a keyboard and write it down, <laughs> and I forget all the facts, like, who was the guy that was done the introduction? What was that special feature about? <laughs> what was the name of this? Right, watch it all again. Okay, I'm definitely going to do this now. And I've written all the information in and left question marks on all the names that I couldn't remember. It's like, oh. uh, just delete, just summarise it, post it. So, that review is finally posted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, if you want to stay social, with the films and swearing crew, <laughs> aka me and you, yeah. Um, Go to facebook.com forward slash films and swearing and to see posts about movies that are coming out in cinemas or if it's like The Rock's birthday yeah. or if there's like a good film on the telly and we've spoken about it already like tonight mm. Two Guns was on uh, the channel 4-7 24-7 channel 4 have another fucking pointless channel and it's just called 4-7 oh, for fuck's sake and they were showing two guns. 
which just happens to be like our 87th episode. Actually, that might be an episode 82. Mm. Who knows? Um, so, yes, I will remind you on Facebook, all films are coming on TV that we might have already talked about. Mm-hmm. Just so the little companion pieces. Yeah. If you're like, I really want to listen to that Two Guns podcast, but I should probably, like, that, that spoiler warning always puts me off. <laughs> if there's only a way I could see this film. What do you mean it's on telly tonight? Fuck off. <laughs> cunt is that fucking dense to talk like that. <laughs> I, I, okay, I'll stop talking to myself. <laughs> I've got, like, a phone full of fucking podcasts that I would just... Five minutes in, they've always been stopped at spoiler warnings. Yeah. Hey, one day I will watch Star Trek 3 in search for Spock. Ah. And finally, you find out what happens to this film. <laughs> I'll finally see how it's been mass movie sided. So, um, other than our social networks, obviously, you can find me on Twitter at FAS Podcast, where I will have rants uh, about like wrestlers' biographies that annoy me. Really? That was my tweet today about the ghostwriter just sucking the dick of Daniel Bryan uh-huh. far too much to the point of like just just go and tell me his life story and stop like oh he was the most beautiful person in the restaurant. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, go and fuck off. Stop telling me about his plaid shirt. <laughs> just tell me about his time in Japan. Uh-huh. Uh, so I listen to films of swearing UK. Because that's another podcast that's worth listening to. Films in Sweden, UK. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, 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 fatigue. Late night fatigue. Oh. Oh, Mad my goodness. UK yes. is another Scottish movie podcast. That's probably worth listening to. It's probably worth listening to me on the news. Aye, at this time. Uh, so, yeah, like, there's... Um, they should be posting the second instalment of their Star Wars series. See what they think of Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Uh, other than that, this Amazon through our website, go to filmsandswen.com, look at the Amazon ad in like the bottom right corner where that Google ad used to be <laughs> and get a click. Do your shopping and we get a little kickback. Yeah. It helps. It does. Kind of. It does. Well, it helps kind you because I've not heard of the, the, how much is actually in the account in a long time. I will talk to you later. And I always see you with fucking gold rings. Gold rings. New fucking new hats and shit. Like, that kind of just bought Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> the fucking box set. Aye. I thought he was in his ear. He said he cancelled that. <laughs> Where did he get the money for that? <laughs> Andrew, did you partake in Black Friday? No. No? I did not. Alright. I didn't see anything worth, well, anything that I could afford. Oh. <laughs> I See, I thought I was, I was, I thought I was fine. I've gotten out of it. There's, there's nothing being a big enough pool to make me go, oh, I might want that. Until tonight. Oh. Like, it's gone to the point where, like, okay, this is now fucking Tuesday. And they're still Cyber Monday. <laughs> they're still going on. <laughs> but um, I I have seen a, a Blu-ray box set oh, of Hitchcock films. Oh no! That has made me quiver. Oh god! <laughs> now, if I was to sell you a copy of the the Alfred 
the Alfred, the average Hitchcock collection. <laughs> um, seven Hitchcock films on Blu-ray uh-huh. in a box set. Yeah. What price are you paying? If you're an enthusiast of his work, uh, and it's time to bite the bullet. Probably about twenty-five. That is exactly what they're selling it for on Amazon <laughs> right now. Well, okay, twenty-four ninety-nine. Right. Tomorrow's afternoon, that is in their lightning deals. Oh, is it? So there's a good chance that seven Hitchcock films on Blu-ray will be getting reduced. Yeah. So that if that drops under 20, I'm sold. Probably be 21. <laughs> like 20.99 or something. Don't right. stop being a dick. But, yes, yeah, so I, I, like, I might succumb to Cyber Monday. Yeah. Oh, no. I survived Black Friday. <laughs> but I, I caved on the the Wednesday of Cyber Monday. <laughs> White Wednesday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to be safe on White Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> the deals weren't as black as they were on Friday. <laughs> uh, so, that's it. I have your host for this very long evening. Yes. Sure, Sean. Join me tonight has been... The always swearing and never caring. Oh, you fucked up. The walker. Oh, you done well. Thank you. Tell the audience. Okay. You done well. <laughs> Not them. Just tell them the fuck off. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> See you next week. They're out. Yes. Now we can talk about what's new. Right. I went to Anthrax. Oh, uh, yes, sir. In the land of fucking giants. Eh? Like, we went to this Anthrax concert in Glasgow. Eh. And it turns, like, now I know what it's like to be in The Hobbit. <laughs> like, I'm fucking Bilbo Baggins in this joint. <laughs> I am standing like, amongst fucking... Nordic fucking giants. <laughs> Fuck. Everyone was so fucking tall. Everyone had fucking ponytails and giant beards. <laughs> Some of the beards were pleated. Holy shit. Some of the ponytails were pleated. Fucking hell. Like, I basically was standing at the very back, at the side, looking over a guy's shoulder, oh. and I could just see the top of Scott Ian's head. <laughs> Like, he's just fucking flopping up and down as he's fucking doing guitar solos. Yeah. Even though he plays bass. Uh-huh. Uh, like, it was a really good concert. The fucking, like, the music was, like, it was just them. So they basically played for, like, two hours right. doing all their fucking top songs. So I couldn't ask for a better concert. But, man. I, like, that was me, fucking Tom Hansen, big. Like, just wish I was a wee bit bigger. Uh-huh. I don't want to go to that fucking vending machine for <laughs> sleep and wake up and realise I'm Tom Hanks. A vending machine? Not that fucking Zoltar. What, the fortune telling uh, machine? Yes. Not the thing that you buy Mars bars at. <laughs> <laughs> if that would only be a little bit bigger, I'd be... <laughs> be fucking 
Abdul Kim Jabbar, like that fucking dude for Game of Death. Mm. Fan of the yellow tracksuit, watching Anthrax. Wait, Bruce Lee wore the tracksuit. Blue he? He wore a suit. He was like white shorts and a fucking uh, like blue t-shirt. Oh, would you? And sunglasses. Because uh. he had cat's eyes. And he was black. Yeah. <laughs> I would have stood it then. <laughs> Why, you just mean like the only black guy in the concert? <laughs> I it was, it was predominantly white. <laughs> I don't think this like anthrax is maybe white power metal. Oh. <laughs> okay, they're not, but like that sounds like a fucking genre. Like if you go on iTunes and start breaking down the subcategories, I'm sure you could find white power thrash. Fuck off. Thinking about Hitler, how he was a hero in it. Like of course you could hear, like neo Nazis doing thrash metal. <laughs> that sounds like a thing. I thought that's what Gary done. Oh. <laughs> no, that's white power punk. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> that's like the worst Power Ranger. <laughs> ah, I thought it was a Black Friday. There was something else. I can't be bored looking at my phone. Amazon. Do any. Uh, the fucking Captain America trailer. Oh, I saw that. That was a monster. Aye. Like, you've got words to talk. No, I was going to change the subject, but you're going to elaborate. Just like, it, it was a surprisingly cool trailer, was, but uh, that is what Marvel do. <laughs> and like, it, it, it's kind of what you want to see, like, okay, we've had maybe, is it maybe 10 years worth of Avengers? Well, oh, Iron Man. Like, that first Iron Man movie, till now. Uh, we've kind of been introduced to these characters over the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Now to see them fucking basically, like, take sides and fight. Like, oh. That's gonna be good. Yeah. Okay, like, I know, they have, they've changed the story a wee bit. They, they always do it. Like, yeah, make it mere, make it something that can fit into Closer net. Aye. Like, slowly don't have to have all this ex- extra explanation of, right, here's some shitty characters, all this, sick, oh, it happened at school, oh, but no, it's like, Bucky, did you blow that place up? Oh. <laughs> Bad Bucky. And then it's just like, it's the fucking, like, the fact that this is a Captain America movie, and it, it, it is that close-knit to Cap's universe, it's the fact that it is Bucky, like, is the problem, but it's Bucky's cap. It's like they're thick as thieves. They were best pals back in the day. Mm. Like he can't do any wrong now in Cap's eyes. Mm. And like Iron Man's like he's the Winter Soldier. He's a bit of a prick. Mm. We need to get him detained. So it's like more or less like Captain America going rogue. Mm. And him in his collective group and who which consisted of. Obviously Falcon, because nobody else likes him. Um, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch? She was in the background, like, levitating. What was she? I can't can't fucking mind anyone else. Like, like, because it just basically turns into, like, the Royal Rumble. 
where you just see people drop kicking each other and <laughs> like I think Don Cheeto dies. I know. Just, I know it's him where he's like chest toward it. <laughs> exactly. And fucking Iron Man looking sad. Uh, like that's just a note in credits. <laughs> like this is the fucking tail end of fucking Age of Ultron. Like, oh man, he's the only one died apart from Quicksilver. Even though he's at the end of the film. Mm. But, it's like, I just imagine Cap killing, like, War Machine saying, no one liked you. <laughs> like, his final words are like, we preferred Terrence Howard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen the fucking life going out of Don Cheeto's eyes. <laughs> And if there was only a way to bring him back from the dead, like, through some, like, Lazarus effect, milky milk. <laughs> the super soldier serum turning him into the Black Panther. Who is the Black Panther? It's a guy that I don't know. But he looks pretty cool. Uh, he looks cool. Like, all we know of him, the new is, like, he can run pretty fast. Yes. And that, that's kind of all we need to know the movie because it's, it's fucking May that this film comes out. Is it? So far away. But I like, obviously it's got that shot that everyone's fucking going nuts over. Like, the fucking, the, the team up between, like, Winter Soldier and Cap. Uh, as they're just fucking battering Iron Man. Just passing the fucking shield about like it's a slutty girlfriend. <laughs> passing it back and forth. Uh, oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it like it does look badass. And like it now. Ten minutes ago you were about to say something and I cut you off. It was a wee uh, teaser that was released for Batman and Superman. That was came out today. Yeah. Yeah, the fucking trailer for a trailer. <laughs> I, I mean that looks yeah. Mm. And like that again is like ah, oh, there's just so much amazing shit coming out next year. Mm-hmm. And part of me wishes it stuck to the original schedule. Like, do you remember when it was announced that um? Batman vs Superman was being pushed. Uh, it was basically the point, like Civil War and Batman vs Superman came out on the same day, oh. and then like one of them caved. Hmm. Like, I was going to say DC pushed the back, but theirs was coming out first. That's that's scheduled to come out in March. Oh. Like, that's like just three months away now. Oh no. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm no trying to wish my time away, but fuck. If I was in that Adam Sandler movie click. <laughs> Fast forward. <laughs> just add a couple of chapters. <laughs> like I'm sure Christmas will go fine. Because <laughs> I'm sitting in the cinema with like only one leg. Oh. Going maybe I, maybe you should have like stopped wearing ankle socks in the winter. That is the only fucking weak ass reason I could think of losing a leg. Because <laughs> I wore the wrong type of socks. I have better 